You're about to listen to Kelly Martin Speaks. I'm your host, Kelly, and the author of When Everyone Shines But You, a mental health and self-acceptance blogger and a recovering darkness addict. I have experienced intense anxiety, deep depression and life trauma, but I'm coming out of the other side now. Darkness was a comfort zone for me for a long time, and it felt safer than the light. So in this podcast, I share with you my journey into the light and how I move through challenge in an empowering way. I'll share with you tools and nurturing ways to embrace your humanity. I was once a shy, scared introvert, afraid to speak, but that's all changing. Let's take this journey together and learn to fly. Hi there, welcome back to Kelly Martin Speaks. I'm your host, Kelly Martin, and we're actually at episode 60 of my podcast, which is absolutely amazing to me. I'm amazed I got this far. Now, today I'm going to talk about a bit of a difficult subject again, and it's really kind of come out of a really long blog post that I wrote this week, which was called A World Divided, Why Conflict is Necessary. So today we're going to talk about why so many of us are being triggered right now. And I'm not talking about just an everyday living and life, but why we're all being triggered by what's happening in the news, what's happening in the world, what's happening in politics, what's happening between men and women, what's happening between religious groups, what's happening between so many sectors of society. And I have been triggered myself, and I must admit, it's, it is a pretty tough time right now. This world is going through some massive changes, and uh, I went for a, an acupuncture session a couple of weeks ago, and I was talking to my acupuncturist about what was happening in the world, and and it was actually triggered from, it was something simple like he was putting some needles into my legs and I said, well, I haven't shaved my legs today, <laughs> you know, being a bit, bit sensitive about that as a woman. And his response was, why would you need to? He said, why do women need to be hairless? And then he went on to say about how his young son, his five-year-old son was at the cinema with him and they were watching a, I think it was a cartoon, it was a, a, a sort of a Disney movie or something like that and before this children's movie came on he was quite horrified to see an advertisement on the cinema and this advertisement actually was for young men and it was about removing their hair from young men so they were completely bare and bald and had no hair whatsoever visible. And the reason he was horrified, which I think is rightly so, is he didn't want his five-year-old son to be subjected to that at such a young age. Why should he be shown that what is, if you call it God, universe, life, whatever you want, God-given, his body was born 
as a as a boy and he will grow into a man and he will inevitably have hair on his body and why should he be told that he must remove it? And we talked about that and we talked about how women have been brainwashed for a very long time and men now are being brainwashed. And this went into the kind of polarities that are taking place on the planet right now. How there is a growing polarity among people. We talked about the Me Too movement, which was really great. Women being able to express the kind of trauma and abuse that they've received, things they may not have spoken about, and then seeing the the massive uprising of the feminine standing up and being counted and saying this is not on the way that we've been treated as women by men. But he also gave a man's point of view in that this is really good what's happening, but also it's increasing the polarity between certain groups of men and certain groups of women where women have, not all women, a small percentage of women have begun to blame all of men the whole of man rather than just a small segment of society that may have done this. So this goes into the topic today for this podcast on why we are all being triggered right now. And I've been really pondering this. It's it's very easy right now to engage in drama. It's very easy to argue with people who are giving viewpoints on politics. It must be really hard if you're in America right now because we're getting a little bit over the pond in the UK since we've had a new prime minister come in. But I see the huge divisions taking place in America between Democrats and Republicans and a greater society of uh, prejudice and racism happening and It must be very scary, especially with the amount of shootings taking place in America. To be honest, I wouldn't want to visit the USA right now because of this. And I imagine you have got a lot of beautiful places to visit, but the the amount of guns that are being held by civilians is quite scary to somebody who comes from a country that feels quite safe where we don't really see guns very often, apart from maybe in airports, it's security. So to see a gun, it's really scary for people from the UK and other countries who have gun bans. But that's a sideline from what I'm talking about right now. Now, what I'm seeing is that... There has been a lot of really deep, dark, repressed pain in, I would say, a large proportion of humanity. And we have not been able to talk about it until now. And many are not talking about it. Instead of talking about it, what's happening is our leaders people who maybe have not learned how to critically think are not dealing with repressed anger, repressed fear and repressed shame and guilt and lots of other feelings that come up inside us as human beings. 
in America, you know, you had the civil wars and I'm not sure if they ever ended. And I think a land can actually hold the energy of what has taken place there until it's dealt with. And maybe this is what's happening right now on a a massive scale. This energy is being brought to the surface. It's much like a volcano erupting. It's always been there, but it has been unspoken and unhealed because it wasn't seen for it to be healed or revealed in, in many a way. These unhealed and unacknowledged parts of ourselves, are, our own suffering is being mirrored outwards into the world. Inside we may feel that we're out of control. We may feel this deep feeling of uncertainty and not knowing who we are, where we're going as a planet. Are we going to survive? How are we going to work through all of this? And a great thing that's happening, it's not great in, the, in a positive sense, it's positive in a way because it's bringing our attention to it, but a lot of people are feeling a, a fear of losing their identity. Now I mentioned the, the Me Too movement, a great selection of men in society are probably fearing their loss of identity. You know, the roles of man is changing and as women become more and more empowered, it has to be have an effect on mankind, on men specifically. And then you have people who maybe don't feel good enough inside. They have a lot of anger and fear. And the deepest fear as a human is to we fear fear death. And if at the core of our being we have not dealt with this fear. We may do everything we can to control and stop it happening. So this could be, for example, in those who are white supreme supremists, those who are racist and prejudiced. They may be fearful of losing their lives, so they're really scared. And if they're not dealing with the fear, it will come out as anger. It will come out as blaming other people, attacking other people and finding a way to keep safe. So holding on to guns, holding on to their right to, to bear arms. These are a lot of people who are very frightened. They're frightened to not only lose control of their little portion of reality, but they're frightened of the government hurting them also. They may never admit this, but this is what's at the core of this. It's fear. People may be feeling a loss of security and they may fear that they're going to lose their jobs or their homes to immigrants, which I can understand where they're coming from. But if you look at the bigger picture, I always feel that we came here, we were gifted this planet. We are meant to be guardians of this earth. We might have our own little bits of property and houses and homes, but it can be taken away from us any time. Nothing is secure in that sense. This planet is on loan to us, and 
if we try and hold on to this planet, we get into problems. In in the UK, and where I live in Gloucester, there's a very multicultural society. You walk down the street, you hear English voices, you hear people from Jamaica, Eastern Europe, China, India. It's a great sort of hubbub of uh, cultures that are coming together where I live. Now, if I felt particularly frightened of my identity or losing my home or losing my role or my jobs or thinking that the country was being taken over by different cultures, I would be really scared. And if we had the right to bear arms and I was that scared, maybe I would have a gun. I wouldn't choose that myself right now, but... We can never know what it's like from another person's perspective, especially when they're in a place of fear. It's like if there's a great major catastrophic event, some people will react in absolute terror and they will run so fast that they will actually run over people to survive. And then there are other people who may step out of the way and help those that are falling down. And we don't know how we're going to respond in a tragedy or in a life challenge like this. So our core human fear, fear of death, could be at the bottom of everything that's taking place right now, the death of the ego more than anything, the death of our identity, what we perceive our identity to be. And so while we may look at Donald Trump or in our country Boris Johnson and the other leaders of the world and we may blame them and in many a sense they are fueling the fire of this this group of people who are in fear because if someone is in fear and they hear a voice that they recognize to give them a sense of control or power they will grab onto that in any culture in any society in any country but it doesn't mean that it's the best way to live It's not the most heart-centered way to live. It's not the most loving way to live to self. So the leaders are not responsible for what's happening right now. They may be playing a part, a very big part, but they are basically reflecting and representing the collective fears that are happening in society right now. They are, if you could think of it, they are a manifestation of a huge energy of fear, anger, people feeling out of control, people feeling insecure, people feeling uncertain, people feeling like they've lost their identity, people fearing death. And they're bringing it together in what they say, how they say it, and who they say it to. We have wars going on inside of us right now. And until we're able to face and make peace with the warring factions inside of ourselves, we won't see a change happening on the outside. And the more we're able to make peace with the the inner Boris Johnson, which is our Prime Minister, or the inner Donald Trump, or the, the inner opposition, whoever that opposition is to you, 
unless we're able to make peace with those parts of us that are fearful and needing to control, we will continue to be triggered. There is a masculine and feminine at war right now. The masculine is all about pushing and creating an action and the feminine is all very receptive and open. Things are changing. It's a great time to be alive, but it's also a scary time to be alive. We have this great evolution and transformation happening in mankind, humankind. But for that to happen, things need to shift. Things may need to be in chaos. Terrible things may happen from the human perspective. But the bigger picture is that things are happening because they need to be brought to the surface. They've been repressed for too long and we are being triggered so that we can heal and we can find our own sense of balance and inner peace. Because that is where world peace comes from, from within us. There will be people who will never change their perspective and they have a right to their perspective and their opinion. So you, if you're listening right now, you could be one of those people that choose to change, to find your own sense of peace and acceptance and self-compassion so that you no longer are triggered and the world no longer has to mirror this for you. Yes, there may still be atrocities happening in the world, but they may not be as pronounced for you. They may not harm or hurt you as much. And we're all trying to, in a way, gain our own power back. Perhaps we felt disempowered for a very long time. And these leaders are reflecting that. They're trying to get control so that they stop feeling insecure. And they will do anything to get their power back in any way they see fit. And those following these leaders can see that in them and they want the same for themselves. Now I read a quote this morning by Carrie Horn who is a, a teacher on the ancient philosophy, the I Ching. And she was talking about initiating action. Now, for us to release these triggers and free ourselves, we need to initiate action, but we need to come from a, a more empowered place. And what she says is, when this energy of empowerment remains dormant in the psyche, we can give our power away. We can operate with the undermining or self-gratifying and fearful behaviour of the ego. This suppressed energy funds the shadow in dreams, a great source of original power. We therefore project and encounter it in others until we can own it and become fully empowered in it. An opportunity for expansion and authentic empowerment emerges which requires assertiveness and persistence. If you currently feel held back or victimised, remove the shackles because they are merely self-limiting beliefs. Initiative is required to succeed, although it is important to move in sync with the time and respond with openness. Now, what grabbed me the most out of that quote was where she said, we therefore project and encounter it in others until we can own it and become fully empowered. So right now, what we're seeing in the world is our own projections. 
we are encountering, encountering that which is unresolved, unacknowledged, not accepted, unappreciated and unloved. That is the shadow and it's being projected into the leaders in the world. It's being projected into certain groups of society like white supremacists, religious fanatics, racists, prejudice of any kind. This is our shadow and when we're able to bring love into that place that causes us so much pain and shame and fear, then we will see our own worlds change. It may take time, but it's worth it, I feel. So right now, when you feel triggered by someone in your family or a political leader, breathe and stop. Allow yourself to reflect to see if you need to respond. And ask what is it that this person is doing that you may have done yourself in your past with your mind or with your friends or family, relationships. For example, you might think that Donald Trump is lying, or you may not, and you may find that you have lied to yourself in the past, or you've lied to other people. Maybe you see somebody is manipulating others, but where have you manipulated yourself? Where have you manipulated other people? And when women are blaming men, where have you blamed yourself or blamed other people? It's all quite clear when you start to look at it and really question it. I know it's hard right now. I know it's a struggle. I know it can be really tough to look at the world right now and think, how can I keep going? It's too much. It's just too much. But you keep going because you choose to. And you keep going because you have this desire to find your own sense of peace and love inside. And you are the beginning of world peace. It starts with you. So thanks for listening to another episode of Kelly Martin Speaks. I hope it made sense to you and I hope it didn't trigger you too much either. And if it did, I ask that you just question why you were triggered. And I'll see you all next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. You've been listening to my podcast, Kelly Martin Speaks. I'd really appreciate your feedback. If you're listening on iTunes, please give me a review. It helps me be seen and heard by those that need it. You can also follow me on kellymartinspeaks.co.uk where you can read my blogs, find out about my book series and subscribe to my monthly newsletter. I'm also all over social media. So search for me via Kelly Martin Speaks on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. I'll speak to you next week. Bye.